0: Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning for day six of Start Strong 21. Thanks for joining me, especially on a weekend. It means the world to me that you would carve some time out and come and hang out with me here. If this is your first time jumping on, which I know some of you it will be because you couldn't make it in the week, then do me a favor, just in the question box, just put where you are watching in from around this big, beautiful world. Um, So uh, on this session, I want to talk to you about productivity. Um, But I want to talk to you about productivity probably through a different set of lenses than I might have done in the past or you have heard about in the past. You know, like I could talk about productivity hacks through the kind of you know, like turn the dinger off your email so that you don't get the alerts and get the distractions and that'll save you six minutes a day, like that stuff. And by the way, some of that stuff's amazing. But actually, I want to pull from the complete other end of the conversation and go, what if we didn't play in the shallow end of the pool and find, you know, tiny micro levers to pull and we just completely shifted our mindset around productivity so that we started to produce much bigger results. That's really what we're going to talk about here this morning. So um, <clears throat> so effectively, I want to talk to you about productivity, but I really want to get you thinking about what if your growth this year, right? So here we are, start strong, trying to give you a shot in the arm and a push to have your best year ever. What if we just started making a decision uh, that this year would be, like, like looking for multiplication in areas of our business, and and not you know not like fractional growth. What if we really were on the search for leaps ahead and not just little steps ahead? Ultimately, the, you know, my thinking here is that if you can start to get in your head, what does it look like to start thinking through a business model? That is many times bigger, different, greater output. Even if you don't get there, you're going to have a much bigger business at the end of the year than going, how do I get a 2% gain and a 3% gain and a 4% gain, right? Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this year is going to pass. You will either get to the end of the year and you've done what you normally do plus 5 or 6%. Or you'll get to the end of the year and you've completely like re-engineered your business model and you'll be 100 times, 200 times, 300 times the size. And so all I want to say to you is it's the same year, it's the same person. Both of those options are available to you. You can either grow by 5% or 100% this year. They're both available to you. I guess it's how you approach the year that's going to make a big difference. And the way I look at it, is if you're sitting there going, I don't know how I could be 100% bigger. Fine, that's what these conversations are for. And maybe you decide I want to be 100% bigger and it doesn't work and you end up 52% bigger. Well, that's still better than like 7% bigger, right? So because we, as humans, we tend to want today to be the same as yesterday. In fact, one of our brain's functions is to try and make today the same as yesterday, right? So most people will... Will we'll do a little bit more and then they'll just justify why that is okay. And I'm looking at this productivity through the lenses of what if we completely engineered it and we worked out a model where you could do 100% more? That'd be, uh, you know, uh, that'd be moving the needle on your business. So, So, looking at it through those set of lenses, what has to change for you if you were to start thinking about your business being? 100% bigger. And for some of you, maybe that's that's a standard growth rate that you're on. So then I go, how do you be 500% bigger? Like, what would be a really big push for you uh, to really scale the business quickly? So the conversation for me has to come through the lenses of inputs and outputs, all right? Like, like for me as a business person, there is only so much input that I can put into my business. Like, there's only so much. I have a finite capacity. I, there is only so much input that I can put inside a business, but I need to be able to scale the output. So that's where it falls over in a lot of people's head because they're like, I mean, the answer for most people of how do you get greater output is to try and scale their inputs. So they start their business working, you know, 30 hours a week and then after a while, they're 40 hours a week, and then they go to 50 hours a week, right? Then they realize that there's still a part-time job, so they go to 60 hours a week, and then some people go to 70 hours a week, you know? And and by the way, that's all good. Like, you should work damn hard if you want to outperform everybody else and do a good job and, you know, leave a legacy and all those fun things. Like, it's going to take a huge amount of hours, especially in the first five to 10 years, to get the momentum in a business, but you still can't scale that, right? You know, like... you. You can't scale past 178 hours in a week. So like there is, a, there, is a, there is a capacity issue there. So we've got to work out a model of how do we work around that because if the outputs in the business are equal to my inputs in the business, which are limited, then of course I'm putting a massive, you know, whatever, ball and chain around my business and, 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 its, and its potential to grow. So that model doesn't work. So we're going to have a hack at this and get it to be bigger. Question for you. How many hours can you work in a day? How many hours can you work in a day? Put, a, put your answer to that question for me, and it may be, even be different for different people. Put your answer to that question in the question bar. How many hours can our, you know, can we work in a day? Let, let's just start there. Put a little question in there. Donna says 16. That is solid answer. uh peter 14 we got 10 to 14 10 4 or 5 10 16 7 10 to 12 3 8 10 a solid 6 yeah i used to have a part-time job too once uh 8 to 10 10 to 12 legally 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 16 in new zealand okay uh, 14 to 16, 12. Maintainable is a 10. Yeah, I had a part-time job too once, Matt. Uh, Mondays 12 plus, good. By Friday 8. Yep. Uh, 10, 14. Uh, can do 14, but I want six. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we've got around 16, but around 12. Okay, good, good, good. So, see, 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 I can read your answer here and know what's going on inside your head. And let's be honest, it was partly due to the way that I framed the question. But actually, the fact that you thought about the answer through the lenses of what you can do actually reveals to me some limited thinking. The answer to the question of how many hours you can work is unlimited, unlimited, unlimited limited because you can start to bring systems and processes and people around you to multiply the amount of hours that take place in your business but they can't all be yours so they might need to be somebody else's so let's take jeff bezos for an example you know he's a self confessed like eight hour a night sleeper and then i I don't know like i mean his marriage fell apart so i don't know what what else he does outside of sleeping at work Um, but how many hours, how many hours work did Amazon as a, you know, as a global company put out yesterday? And I don't know the answer. Is it a million hours? So he only has 24, but they did a million. Why? Because he didn't do it all himself. And what I want to get from you is I want you to stop thinking about your hours and start thinking about the collective hours that you can put out through your business, because your inputs are limited, your outputs are not, right? And that's the distinction. So, uh, so, 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 forget because we, especially in that smaller business, right? That zero to that zero to ten to fifteen staff that micro stage, the owner usually thinks, I've, I've just got to do more, I've got to do more, I've got to do more, I've got to do more. Well, that's good. Like you, you should do more and work hard. But, but but if that's your method of growth, it won't get you where you want to go, right? You can't scale you unless you bring in more yous. And uh, and so that's, that's the lenses I want to look at productivity through this morning because you need to get out of thinking that you can do it all because if... If, this, if your outputs are, are relevant to your inputs and, and that's how you want to keep it, then you will build a fantastically small business. You know, you, you'll never be able to grow that out. So let's have a look at this. Um, there's only um, there's three ways that we can scale our outputs. Okay? The, the, the name of the game, if you want to start working in multiples, is to be able to find leverage right? You got to find leverage. How can you do more with less, right? You know, how do you find the lever that allows you to, you know, metaphorically move the big rock that you would never be able to move by yourself? You know, we need to look at this through how can I move my business forward in multiples without, you know, having the strength to do it as a human being? Well, we need to find leverage and the concept of leverage you're going to find in three places in business. You're either going to find leverage through technology You're going to find leverage through people or you're going to find leverage through systemizing your business, okay? Systemizing is easy. Take McDonald's. They built one organization, systemize it to the finite detail which allowed them to go and blow that business up and, you know, have a million stores around the world or whatever it is, okay? So so you understand leverage through systems. Leverage through technology is wonderful. You know, if, if you look at, if you look at the car manufacturers of the world right now, right, they got their leverage by, you know, investing in robots and robots make cars instead of people because they're more efficient, don't have headaches, don't have sick days, blah, 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 okay? So, so you can get leverage, you can, you can scale that way, you know, because a robot can work 24 seven, a human needs a break, so they can get scale. But the one that I really want to pick on for this morning session is the leverage through people. Because this is how you can scale the outputs in your business without scaling your inputs because you can bring other people around you and they can help you on this journey. So here's, here's how I see it. You, you can never build a great business on your own. There is not one great business in, the, in this world that is run by one person, right? You, you know, when it's one person, it's, it's in incredibly uh, risky Uh, it's usually the businesses that get eaten out first are the small ones because they haven't got enough scale to weather the storm. Um, You know, they're the ones that get disrupted from the market, you know, whatever. Like a a single business, single person business is insanely risky. And it it may feel comfortable, but it's the most risky. So for me, there's way more comfort in size um, and so forth, right? So so I want to be adding these people into your business and I believe that if you want this year to be your breakthrough year where you grow, you know, 50%, 100%, 300% and get away from incremental growth, if you want that, then you need to really start thinking about who do I bring onto my team and I need to start doing it now. Okay, because if, because everyone puts this off, but it, it, the, the concept of bringing people in is a now conversation. It's early you want to be looking for people and adding them into your business now. You know, you, you, you need those people in producing. That's what makes it a different year. So I guess I just want to run through what are your options because I also understand that we have to juggle this concept. Like, like for me, if you want it bad enough and you're hungry enough, you'll find a way. So I want to give those hungry people a little bit of structure to know where they might be able to start. Um, if you still get to the end of this and you're like, yeah, well, I can't do any of that, then then that's not on me. That's on your, your inability to be able to dream or, or to get uncomfortable because I'm going to lay it out to you in a way that is available for everybody, I reckon. So... I also understand that you may not be in a position today to say I want, you know, I need a staff member and they're going to cost me $80,000 a year. Like you may not be in a position to do that, and that's okay too. Ultimately, we want full-time employees and we want to scale them, right? Because because it's just the best model. But well, for 99% of businesses, I'd say it's the best model. But you may not have to start there. So where do you go to? It like like, there are a lot of options. The first place you can go to, if you don't have a budget um, to be able to employ staff, or you, you'll, you'll be able to find a budget, but it may not be a large budget. Everybody can find a budget. Um, you can stock shelves at Coles for three weeks, and you'll get a budget, and then you can put that towards staff. So, and by the way, right now in Brisbane, they're looking for staff to stock shelves and Coles. Um, you can go to the global workforce. Right. When I say global workforce, I mean a website like Upwork. U P W O R K. Upwork.com. You can go on there and you can say, right, I need somebody to help me do these tasks. It could be really entry level tasks, like I need you to, you know, build a spreadsheet of of databases. I need you to, you know, whatever, you know, populate something, build out a CRM, write some copy for me, research. And, and you can get people, for example, in the Philippines who will work for you for nine bucks an hour and you can say to them, I'm looking for three hours of your time. I'll pay you 27 bucks for this task. Like, like that, that, that is a phenomenal little global talent pool of people that will do an okay job, either somewhere between an okay job and a great job, uh, depending on how clearly your instructions are. So, so just think about that, right? Like the tasks that you are not getting to right? Because you're busy, the tasks that will move the business forward, that, that you keep saying you'll get to every Friday and don't get to, that you won't get to by the end of this year, because you're not going to get to them because your inputs are maxed out, somebody else can do. And they'll probably do a better job of it than you anyway, because that's their job for that time. And you've got 63 hats to wear, and they've just got one for that, for that job. And so they'll do a better job. So you can go to the global talent pool, and you can say, hey, I need some work done. And it could be anywhere from just literally like, like grunt work, like fill in a spreadsheet, write the way up to, write my website copy, build me a website, you know, however you want to scale that. You can even go and find uh, social media managers, you can find accountants, CFOs, all on these platforms, right? So you can, you can literally any, like all the tasks that you're not getting to, go and get somebody in a global talent pool to manage those tasks. So, so here we are, I've, I've eliminated, I've pretty much eliminated the money excuse, right, of like, well, I can't afford to hire anybody. Yeah, you can. Everybody can afford to hire somebody in the Philippines at $9 an hour, you know, with a minimum requirement of hiring them for one hour for 9 bucks. like, and then scale it up from there. Like, like there's everybody on this call can do that. So I don't have, I don't have anything. No, you do. You've got, you, you could sell some of your services, Right, you could literally do a flash sale of your products and services right now, get some money in the door, and pay somebody in the Philippines. You could take a photo of the thing in the garage that you don't use that you brought once, right, and you could flick that on eBay for thirty percent of what it, what you originally paid for it. Get some cash. Like there's 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 no excuses if you're hungry enough and you want it, which is why you're on this call. Then you'll be able to find a way to get that budget, right? So you can go to the global workforce and go and do that. And another strategy, right? I'm going I'm to kind of build up is you can get an intern, right? And interns, by the way, are brilliant. In exchange for you helping them get some knowledge, they work for you for free. And there are some programs where you do actually have to pay them five bucks or something like that. But an intern will come and sit and work in your business for for a day. And you know what I love so much about interns is they're usually, you know, they're usually in year 11, 12, or, or one year out of school or something. And they're usually the kids that do not conform to the scholastic system which are definitely the ones you want inside your business because they're somewhat entrepreneurial. The school's panned them, ADD, this, that, everything, you know, whatever. But they're phenomenal to bring in your business because they're looking for an opportunity to get out of school, right, which means they'll do a lot of work for you in a day. So you can go and get an intern and it's going to cost you nothing. By the way, you can go and get five interns and now you've got a full-time staff member spread over five days. Somebody just did some maths. Amazon do, do nine and a half million hours in a day. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a beautiful story. So, so you could go to the global workforce. You could go and get an intern. And then, of course, you can just get a casual. As and as when you need them, you bring them in. Okay, I mean, I mean, that's a pretty big gift that's available to us as business owners is that we can say to somebody, hey, I need you for three hours tomorrow, you know, whatever, four hours the next day, nothing the next week, and you pay them a little bit higher, which is fully fair because they, you know, they, they have a moving sand, you know, in terms of their, their consistency. So they get paid a little bit better. You can go and get casual stuff and, and, and just use them as you need them on demand to get the work done that you need to get through the business, right? And then, of course, there's part-time staff where you literally say, right, you know, you're on three days a week and it's a set three days a week. And you can scale that, you could start them on three days a week, and then they go to three and a half, and then they go to four, and then they go to four and a half, and then they go to five, and they scale up over time as you get busier and bigger and more demand. And then, of course, there's the full time person, okay? Full time person in and get started. Any one of those, I mean, ultimately, you probably wanna climb that ladder. The reason why I've outlined them is because you might be like, well, I can't afford full time, I can't really afford part time. I'm like, great, but where are you going to start? Don't tell me you can't. You can't build a business on your own. You need to always, always, always be adding capacity, be adding output because you can't grow your inputs. So you always need to be adding output, and you do that through other people. So you need to you need to employ somebody next, right? to be able to get enough scale and maybe you start with the global person so that you can then afford the casual and the casual helps you afford the part-timer and the part-timer grows over time to be a full-timer maybe you have to take that view but that's better than being like oh well i'm just going to do some more work i'm just going to turn up to work i'm just going to work harder which basically means as the more time and effort and attention I put to my business, the less I can put in my family and my health and my spiritual life. And by the way, no judgment from me. I understand we have to juggle those things. But the person that's like, well, I currently do 60 hours a week and I'll just do 70 at the expense of their family is going to end up with different dramas at some point in their life. So just go and employ somebody to do those extra 10 hours a week and then you don't have to do them, right? That's how you scale the outputs inside your business. So, so here's let, let me kind of wrap all of that up by saying this. You, you have to invest early when it comes to people. If you want leverage through people, the investment has to come before you're comfortable to make it. The, just, just think about the madness of people that say, I will employ somebody when I can afford it. Yes, but you need that person's output to be able to afford it. So it doesn't work. You actually just need to make a decision today that says, I need to increase our outputs. That's how we're going to get more revenue. And it's that revenue that I'm going to put back in the business to keep employing. What could I afford today? Well, I could afford 200 bucks a month. Great. I'm going to get a VA. They can do these tasks that either either I'm doing and I shouldn't do or I'm not getting to. I'm going to give those to that. There's going to be fruit that comes from them doing their, you know, work. And then that's going to mean that we can invoice a little bit more, which means I'll take that money and I'll now get some interns, which means I can invoice a little bit more, which now means I'll get a casual, which means I can invoice a little bit more. And you see the process go, go, go. You, you, if you want to grow this business and scale it out, you will not do it with the current staff levels that you have today. Something has to break and be put back together. And let me tell you, it's going to be people. It is going to be hiring and adding capacity to the business because that's how you scale the output without scaling the input, all right? So here's my question for you, having listened to all of that. If you've listened to all of that and you're like, yeah, I still can't do it. I'm like, well, you're lost, right? Like, 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 please understand. Like, you, If, if you've got to all of this and you're like, yep, yeah, there's nothing for me that I can do here. My hands are tied. I don't have any budget. Don't," have, I'm like... Cool. This year for you is gonna be the same as last year, plus or minus five percent. Like that's just that's how that's gonna roll. For those of you that are like, no, I don't wanna leave it to chance, I wanna intentionally make this a great year, then my question for you is where are you gonna start on this journey? Is it I don't have much budget and I need to go and get a global workforce? Is it no, actually, I'm going to start with a casual. Is it? I'm going to get a part timer, and I'm going to sell my car because I don't really need this expensive car. So I'm going to sell my car for thirty thousand, buy one for ten thousand. Now I've got twenty grand. I'm going to put a part timer on and grow them to full timer and do a good job. There's got to be a workaround. Like I said before, if you're hungry enough, you'll do it. Okay? Money is never the problem. Creativity is usually the problem. You've just got to find a way to get the money to get it to work. I'll just say one more thing before we finish up for this morning. It usually costs a lot less to employ somebody than most business owners think it will or have got inside their head. If you want to put on a full time person, okay, let's just say it's $70,000 a year plus super, so $80,000 with a few other on costs, then that person costs you $6,800 a month. So you don't need $80,000, you need $6,800. Now, that's for one month. But what if they're the kind of role in your business that can start on a Monday and then they are immediately invoicing out those jobs? So let's take a tradesperson, right? You get a plumber, you employ them Monday morning, right? Maybe there's one day of induction or two days or whatever. Maybe by the end of week one, they've started doing jobs on their own and you're invoicing them. So by the end of the second week, right, you're actually getting paid in the bank for the work that that person did. And if that's how it works, you actually only need to carry two weeks' worth of wages before the money they produce comes in. Now you only need 3400 So basically, you've gone from an $80,000 person to I need to get $3,400. And when I've got $3,400, I'll put it in the machine, and two weeks later, it makes its own money. We've got to start thinking about recycling cash and putting it back in. And your staff member is going to cost you a lot less than you're kind of thinking when you break down, well, what's a month? And how quickly do they return some revenue for me? That's the amount of money I need to go find. And when you get it, you put as many of those in the business as you possibly can. Gang, do me a favor. What was the the thing that jumped out to you on this call this morning? I want you to do a moment of review and then put something in the question box for me. What? What's the thing that popped for you this morning? Money is never the problem, creativity is, good. Uh, I wish I'd moved from contractors to full-time sooner, yes. I need a global workforce, good. Create a budget, Um, start looking now, get a VA. I don't need 80K, good. We can all add staff now, good. I just hired my first full-time VA in the Philippines. I was nervous, but I feel more confident, excellent. Uh, Money is never the problem, creativity is, leverage for people, put on a casual and then scale, Uh, I need help. Uh, You do. We all do. Uh, Collective hours and invest early. Think forward. Adding capacity always. Find interns. Uh, Unlimited work hours. Good. Unlimited work hours. Good. Recycle cash. Hire people. Um, What do I do? Crikey. I'm, I'm missing half of them. It's blurry. They're coming in too fast. I need to offer Wes a job. Yeah, you can make an offer. I'm pretty convinced you won't be able to afford it. Uh, If you're hungry, you'll do it. Uh, There are no limits. Yeah, yeah, get some interns, bring people on early. Cannot build a great business on my own. Good, 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 good. I'm on track. I hired someone. I didn't have the money. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Uh, So, gang, that's it. If you want this year to be your standout year and to be your breakthrough year and to be the year that things change for you, it's not going to happen for any other thing except you execute it on the strategies that allow you to do big leaps and big multiplication moves, right? That's why I'm trying to bring this stuff to you. As you can see, that this there's, there's no sell for me in this week, this Start Strong. I'm literally just here every day pounding this stuff into you because I want you to have the biggest year. Do me a favor. Literally, as I finish the call right now, spend the next five minutes moving towards executing on what you need to do on this topic to move your business forward, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Yes, it's the Lord's day, but we're going to talk about the Lord. Love you guys. See you tomorrow.